It's DWZ Podcast with J-Rod here, the leaded WrestleZone's very own podcast here. I am your host, J-Rod here. We're here for pro wrestling from from promotions such as AEW, NXT, New Japan, Impact Wrestling, NWA, many promotions, matches, wrestlers, and championships. So how's it going, everybody? This is J-Rod here. I hope everybody had a great week. I hope everybody enjoyed the Wednesday Night War. Impact Wrestling, and of course, a week ago, we did have Slammiversary. I was excited for that. But right now, there's several t- topics I want to bring out that came out this week. The first topic here um, is Daz- Daja Gonzalez, better known as in WWE as Daja Fuentes, uh, real name Daja Curiet. Now, you probably ask yourself, what makes her so w- part of the t- uh, top of the discussion? Well, that's the easiest question. If you guys have been aware recently on the TV, uh, there's a show called The Titan Games, hosted by the great one, the promable uh, The Rock, a.k.a. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. He has been hosting the show. This is the second season so far. Now, Daja Gonzalez announced on her social media that she's participating in this particular event for the regionals in the eastern section of the U.S. They already did... The West, Central, and now um, Eastern. So that's where Daja is originally from. Now, you probably ask yourself, who is she? You guys may have heard of her or not. I'm going to give you guys a quick bio on her. Uh, Daja Fuentes originally was a fitness model and all this and that. She always wanted to be a wrestler ever since then. She actually got signed to go to the Performance Center and all this and that. But she never got the opportunity to wrestle. Uh, They basically put her as... Backstage interviewer, uh, how do I say, ring announcer, all this and that throughout the entire time. She has made uh, interviews in the main roster such as SmackDown and Raw. But a year ago, uh, right after WrestleMania, Daja was fired from the company. Now, they wouldn't give her an explanation why, but the speculation is that she was fired because they believe... It was believed that she messed up during the interview with Roman Reigns. And they just fired her like if she was nothing but a piece of trash. That to me is kind of messed up out of their part to do that, you know. So since then, uh, later, a month later, there was an inter- like maybe a while later, there was an interview she posted about everything that happened on this guy named uh, Chris Van Vliet Show. Now, if you guys are not familiarized with him, he interviews wrestlers. You can catch him on his YouTube channel and podcast channel. He has an interview a lot about her, you know, this and that, explaining what really was going on. Um, but here's the best part. As soon as she was released, she was excited for AEW because she's a, a wrestling fan. But little did she didn't know, she got hired to be in AEW. She was timekeeper, ring announcer, vaccine. Uh, backstage interviewer but now with aw she is part of the spanish commentating team yes she's in the spanish commentating team so it's pretty cool you know i'm I'm not gonna be bothered by that but she still wants to wrestle hopefully down the line in the future she can wrestle in aw but also there's more about her do you some of you may not understand uh daja on the other hand is involved in fitness if you guys don't follow her on her social media she posts Either videos or photos of herself working out. You know, she's like a beast. Trust me, guys. But all that fitness and all of this paid her off. And she is, became part of the Titan Games. Now, 
you probably ask yourself, how did she do? That's very simple. There's two out of three challenges they had to post. But Daj, on the other hand, just went straight for the two challenges. But what happens after she wins? Well, that's the easiest question for all of you. She has to face the, the reigning titan of the Eastern Division. Uh, forgot who it was, but it was a army nurse or whatever she is. Who is the current titan? But Daja didn't pass the uh, Mount Olympus challenge, which is like the ultimate challenge in order to become a titan. So basically, she, she put a lot of effort. But the best part about her being in Titan Games is having not only her family there, but her coach and friend. I'm talking about, he's an ass man. That's right, guys. I'm talking about Mr. Ass himself, Billy Gunn. So he was there to gave her support. But man, she's on fire when it came to that. I was so happy she did it. It's sad that she didn't win, but I'm glad that she's there. But she will be back for regional. So basically, she made it this far. But it doesn't mean it's over. We may see her again. Now, if you guys don't follow her, just make sure you follow the Titan Games, you may see her there at whenever it happens. So, next, moving on to the next subject. This one is about the women's tag team division. Now, we have talked about this, or should I say, several t times other people talk about this. Now, if you all recall, WWE were being asked by fans to make a WWE women's tag team division. And, of course, little did we know it happened. We were so happy that it happened. The first team was Sasha and Bailey, But the one thing that lacked about this is how they both lost the titles. They were told to drop the titles to the Iconics. But ever since then, the Iconics, they actually had it like more like a joke. Like they were disrespecting it. They weren't legitimizing the whole women's tag team division. And it kind of went sour at some point. But the reason is this, for all of you guys who don't know, Vince is not a fan of tag team divisions. He was never have. So you ask yourself, I said this before, why is Vince doesn't like tag teams, but he has them anyway? Well, I don't know. If, if he has a problem with tag teams, he should not have it in the first place. I mean, wouldn't you guys agree? But yeah. But recently, that wasn't the only time. Years ago, Impact Wrestling, when it was known as TNA at the time, they had the Knockouts tag team division. Uh, I don't remember who, who were in it. I know that the beautiful people were in it. And I've tried to remember who else. But they haven't had any since then. But now it appears Impact could be interested in reviving the Knockouts Tag Team Division. Now that would be interesting. As you know, the women's division is completely stacked in Impact Wrestling. It would be a perfect opportunity to have that. Now, because of this, now it appears... More of other promotions are getting involved in the women's tag team. And the recent one came this past Tuesday on AEW Dark. It appears that they are gonna they were talking about women's tag team by Brandy and Allie. Now, I do, I do believe that this is one of those championships that Tony Khan has talked about. But right now, they're mostly focused on the world title, tag teams, and the... Women's title and of course the TNT, but women's tag team could be a perfect thing. It, it, there has been some good teams, like Hikaru Shida teaming with Chris Satlander. Um, I'm trying to think of anybody else, but yeah, it would it would be a great thing. 
But here's what happened. Uh, this past Wednesday on Dynamite, they did announce for the Women's Tag Team Tournament. Um, they announced 16 wrestlers, 8 teams. So basically, it's still unclear if there's going to be championships involved in this. But the way it's being said, it could be just a test run to see what the fans' reaction. Now, we could, if we like it, we like it. If we don't, then at least we now know it didn't work. And we can commend um, AEW for giving it a shot. And I don't see it as a problem with it. But yeah. So, now the next topic is in relations with AEW. Recent headways has come out about AEW want to create a somewhat version of the Four Horsemen. Now, why would AEW want to do that? There's a logical reason. Now, if you guys follow the ratings from AEW, they were able to get the 1849 demographic ratings. And somehow they were able, but they were unable to get the 50-plus demographic rating. Now, if you're an old-school fan of wrestling, you know for a fact you follow the Four Horsemen. Wouldn't you want to see a somewhat version of the Four Horsemen? Hell yeah. You know you want to see that. There's been constant teases that came, not only from, but it came from Cody and, of course, FTR. But the real question is, how would they introduce it? Now, the speculation is, Cody may not be a member of the, of the Elite anymore, so he may be forming this team with FTR. But the real question is, who would be the fourth? Now, there are speculations coming from the Squared Circle Psychobabble. There could be uh, one guy named Ralph Vellante believes it could be MJF, and Michael believes it could be Hangman Page. I mean, it would make a lot of sense what with Hangman Page be in it because they said he has like that same mentality as this one wrestler who was ever been part of the Four Horsemen, but it would make a lot of sense. And of course, who could forget the feud that the Four Horsemen had with Dusty Rhodes? But it's going to be a very interesting story now that Cody is going to be involved. But there could be a lot of combinations with uh, championships. They even there's speculations by the squared circle cycle babble that they could start a feud with the elite. It would make a lot of sense. It, it could be awesome. We just don't know how they were gonna bring. But I will follow up on this one because it feels natural to have that. Now, from what I understand, for the four horsemen, it may not be called the four horsemen, but it could be called something else. Now, the next subject we hear, this is coming from Kyrie Zane. Uh, reports are coming in from various wrestling news outlets out there. It appears that Kyrie Zane is finally done with WWE and she wa- is planning to return to Japan. As you know, she just recently got married. Uh, it's been difficult for her to, to have a long distance relationship while she's in Florida, her now newly husband's in Japan. But uh, as you all know, there was reports that came in from Bushy Road and Stardom that they were thinking about maybe signing Kairi Zane and Ayo Shirai. That's where they originally came from prior before signing with WWE. And it could be make sense that Kairi Zane could be much happier back in Japan. However, WWE are not going to allow her to 
lose to other companies. Reason is they're trying to find a way to use her, but not under as a wrestler. It's been revealed that they want to use her as a trainer. Now, ask yourselves this other question. Why in the world would Kyrie Zane want to do that? I mean, she's young. There is a logical explanation. I mentioned a few times on previous episodes, not only on the podcast, but on the YouTube channel, that WWE are trying so hard to set up a foothold in Japan. They want to build a performance center and an NXT brand down there in Japan. Now, not a lot of the wrestlers are okay with the idea of having the NXT there, but Kyrie Zane could be served not only as the trainer, but as an ambassador. But the real question, like I said, why would she do that? And they don't want to lose her to stardom or any other promotion that would want to sign her, but that's how it is. The original plan was to send her back to Japan, but they want to retire her from the ring. And to me, that's kind of messed up they would do that. They're just looking for ways to keep her so they can try to build a Japanese uh, NXT. Now, I get what they want to do is take it global, but Kyrie Sane hasn't been herself. She has talked about it several times, but I don't blame her how she feels. I hope you guys don't. But if I was WWE, stop pressuring her so much on everything. Like, she's a human being, just like me, like you guys who are listening. But there's still no official word what's going to happen now. But I can't wait to see what's going to happen. Now, the final topic here came from also the squared circle psychobabble. It appears that AEW Dynamite has somehow beat the ratings of the key demo ratings of 18 to 49 of Raw and SmackDown. Now, you guys ask yourselves this question. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. J-Rod, wait a minute. They're not in competition with those two brands. They've been in competition with NXT. True, but if you guys have been aware, Raw and SmackDown hasn't been that same promotion that we've known and loved for many years. They have been stale. Now, the Square Circle Cycle Babble made some compelling arguments that were true about this. We keep saying the same old status quo. None, we don't get to see new talent that come from the NXT to be the wrestlers they're supposed to be. Once you go, the NXT wrestler goes to either Raw and SmackDown, their popularity somehow goes sour and they don't go down. And the problem is we have seen several times wrestlers like uh, Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, Humberto Carrillo, these guys came from NXT. They were prominent one of the best wrestlers coming out of NXT that could have made a big impact in all of these. Uh, but apparently it didn't happen. They're not even letting their own talent expose more of themselves. And no top talent. Like what we had with in the Attitude, like The Rock, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Triple H, Mick Foley, so on and so on. It, re- it was like a clock. But they don't have that type of thing anymore with the top talent. And then later, Cena and a few others, like Randy Orton, Edge, they don't have none of that right now. They, like For example, they mentioned Braun Strowman became the universal champion by default. Uh, they just gave Drew McIntyre um, the WWE title without belt, 
buildup. It would make a lot of sense. There are things that are not making sense on the part. That's the reason they're losing the ratings. And recently, this news came in that Vince McMahon, this past July 16th, had a meeting with the shareholders. They were discussing what is Vince going to do with the ratings? Well, he doesn't know what to do. I know some WWE fans get upset on certain occasions. Uh, give me a minute. Okay, sorry about that. I turned on the light from the outside. Anyway, fans get upset. Wait a minute. The viewerships, it proves that they are win- the, the, the NXT one. The viewerships may be important, but it's the ratings that are more important so far. WWE realize now they can beat them in the viewership, but the only thing they cannot beat them in is, of course, the ratings, the demographic ratings of 18 and 49. It's impossible. They were able to get the 59 plus demographic, but the 18 and 49 is the most important reason is that is for the younger generation wrestlers. That is something that they have not aimed for. You see, when you introduce new wrestlers, you want to introduce, get the newer generation of fans to get hooked into it. That has always been the case. But WWE has not done nothing like that. And recently, WWE has not been itself. Recently, back on April 15, as we call Black Wednesday, it's been remembered as the day that WWE fired many wrestlers. And now some of those wrestlers ended up with impact. So the real question is, what is Vince going to do? He makes the final say. You see, if either someone who works in WWE has an idea, they think they have to go run by this by Vince. But the the thing is, the buck stops right there with Vince. He makes the okay if he likes it, he likes it. If he hates it, doesn't like it, he goes, nope. That's the problem right there. It's Vince that's the problem, not the company. He makes decisions that causes many of their product to go sour. You, that's the reason. He is literally, to me, he's more like the the Lutheran family from CMLL. But that's just me talking. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Now, I will do a YouTube episode, uh, possibly tomorrow, reviewing, um, how do I say, the Lions Break collision that took place last week. Same thing with uh, New Japan, Sengoku Lord, and the two homecoming weekends with uh, GCW, which stands for Game Changer Wrestling. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I will do more of the podcast as soon as possible. I hope nothing is stopping me right now, but I must bid all of you adieu. So wash your hands. Take care of yourselves. Goodbye. And have a nice day. Bang.